The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'll share with you a story. It was in Bnei Brak, there was a rov of Chuk Sam Soifer, Rav Unger. He told over this story to Rabbi Yankel Galinsky. There was a, a Yid who came to him, to this Rav Unger, and he said, he has a story to tell. The story has a history, it goes back 30 years. It says when he was taken to Auschwitz, one day he lost his entire family. He was all alone, he was very broken. And there was a Yid who slept in the bunk above him. He was a Benon Shal the son of a Rebbe, and he was very mechazikim. He would learn with him and give him chizik and emuna. And one day he says to me, no, in a week from now is going to be Pesach. I have a luach, I know when the dates are. We have to do something to get some matzah. Where are you going to get matzah here? The house was a concentration camp. Where are you going to get matzah from? But they used to take them out every day to work in a camp that was nearby. At night they would bring them back to Auschwitz. And in that camp there were warehouses, storage houses of grain. And there was some sort of explosion. And the bags split. And they found grain lying on the floor. They took this grain with stones, they ground it together until they made flour, and they made a dough, and on a hot piece of metal they somehow procured, and they baked a matzah, a thick matzah, you know, a tefach thick. It was enough to kizaysim for both of them. Now they had the problem, how they to get it back into the camp? So the Yid was telling the story. He says, he, he says I hid it under my sleeve. And, well, he couldn't see, couldn't notice there was a bump. And as we entered back into the camp, the Nazi guard, Yomach Shemo, you saw... A bump in my sleeve. He said, what do you have over there? And he made me take it out, and he saw it. He was so angry, he took it, he threw the mats on the floor, he smashed it with his boots, and then he began to beat me and beat me until I fell down to the ground, and he saw that I had collapsed, he left me alone. Just before I lost consciousness, I saw the broken crumbs of the matzah, so I grabbed them with my hand, and I held them in my hand, and then I slipped away and became unconscious. A few hours later, this Yid, this Rabbi Ankel, who had been Makarov, he was waking me up and bringing me back, carrying me back. And I opened my hand and I showed him I had a handful with crumbs of a matzah. He would, have, he would have thought that I was holding a handful of diamonds. But when we saw what we had, we realized we had a problem. Because the matzah that we had baked had two kazaisen, but the few crumbs that I had managed to save, it was only enough for one kazayas. And there was a discussion, who does it belong to? He says, you know, we baked it together, we planned it together. I said, look, I, I was much nervous, I nearly got killed for it. And, you know, I recovered it after years, it's mine. And he was begging me, begging me, please, please. I never went to Pesach without a Kezayas Matzah, let me. I said, I mean, and I did? Why? He says, he says yeah, but I t- you wouldn't have known without me that Pesach is coming. And I know the whole Haggadah by heart. I know Shirashir and Balper. I'll say with you word for just please let me have the matzah. I said, no way, I'm not giving you the matzah, it's mine. He says, you know, I'll give you my entire Olam Haba if you give me the Kezayas matzah. I said, no, I'm not prepared. And I saw he wanted it so bad that I said, you know what, let's make an agreement. I don't want your Olam Haba. I'll give you the matzah. You'll say the Haggadah and Shir Hashirim with me. But all of the schar for the mitzvah goes to me. And that's the deal. We shook hands, that was the deal, and we agreed. And that night we had a Seder that I'll remember for the rest of my life. He ate the matzah and we said the Haggadah together. We said Shirashirim. The next day they marched us out and this Eid was in such a state of elevation, such a Hisraimimus. And he was davening, the yont of davening. Okay, when he came to Hallel, he said the and he jumped up from his rakshus. You weren't allowed to go out of the line. You weren't allowed to lift your head up when you were marching. And they saw him jumping. As he said, Likre Sahalo, 
a Nazi soldier shot him and he died on the spot. And that's how he died, Al-Kiddush Hashem. After the war, I came to Yisrael, I rebuilt my family. Now it's 30 years later, and last night I had a dream. Mr. Bianco came to me in a dream, and he said he has a request. He's an Olam Habo, and he ate this matzah, and he wants the schar, but he can't get the schar because he gave it away to me. And he asked me to please be mevater. I should go back on the D and let him have the schar. I said, that's already a chutzpah. I mean, we made an agreement. I gave it away to you. I don't. And I said, but she was pleading with me. You don't understand him here. Nobody let my boy get the schar for a mitzvah. I said, no, a deal's a deal. And I woke up. And now I'm not sure. What should I do? I, I don't know. At first, it's a dream. Did I do the right thing? He came to Ravunga to ask. Ravunga said to him, this is not a question for me. You have to go to a Rebbe. And he sent him to go to the Demelson to live in the Machnovke Rebbe. It was a big Balmoy for Sanish Kodesh. And I went to him. And I told him the whole story, and he listened to the story, and he said, Yoisha would be, you should be Mavat. I said, Yoisha? Okay, tell me, Chesed, Tzidkis, Medivus. Yoisha, a deal is a deal. He says, no, no, you don't understand. You're still on this world. You can put on Tfilin. You can learn a Blat Gemara. You can daven, you can do mitzvahs. He's in the next world. He already was Mekayim and Mitzvah of Matzah. You can't imagine the, the, the hishtoikik is the gaguim to be zoicha to the oil that a mitzvah brings. It's yoisha that you should be mevater and give him back the schar. So he said, Rebbe, if that's what you say, I agree, I'm mevater. He said, oh, no, no. That's not how you're mevater. You have to be mevater belave shalom. That's not so easy. Yeah, you take the keys, the shul, and you go in, open up the Oren Kodesh, and you stand there and you work on yourself until you really, really are ready to give this away to him. And that's what he did. He went, he stood for two hours in front of the Ankhaydish crying, reminding himself of the whole story. How it's true, yes, he was Mechazik, me, and he told me the Antip is coming, and sure, he made a deal, but I see that he really needs it and he wants it, and I'm going to give it to him. And he was so exhausted, and so he was sweating, he cried out, I'm a vater, I'm a vater, believe, Sholem, and he collapsed. He was so drained from such an avoid, and he didn't even have courage to go back to the Machnovke Rebbe to tell him what happened. He fell asleep. He had again a cholom. The seed came back to him in the dream, and he thanked him for giving him the schar for the mitzvah. The next day, he went back to the Rebbe to tell him the story. He says, unbelievable, but I want you to think about something. Look, this seed was a huge tzaddik. He was a Talmud Chochel. He was an Oved Hashem. He died al-Kiddush Hashem. It says no one can stand in the Mechitza of those who die Al-Kiddush and he died such an unbelievable Heilige Ptira in the middle of Thang HaKadosh Baruch saying Halal on a mitzvah was my nefesh for. And yet, he's begging you, I can have more oil from a mitzvah. How much more do we have to treasure the mitzvah that we have? Understand to realize what an opportunity we have and what kind of world we live in. Instead of living in a fishbowl and just think, I want to make another few dollars, not a bit more comfort, a little bit more status, a little bit more comfort. To realize we don't, we're not here for that. We're here for something so much greater. We're connected to something so much bigger. We're a people of Geulo. We're the Am Hashem. And we live for a different purpose. We live in a different world. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.